You've landed at the 13 Moons Women's Temple podcast with your hosts, Sam and Leela. Yeah. Oh, so let's, um, yeah, let's, let's pause for a moment and take, just take a couple of deep breaths wherever you are. If you're driving, don't close your eyes, <laughs> but maybe just still take some breaths and just feel, yeah, feel wherever you are at the moment, just however you're feeling. If you are not driving and you can it's quite nice just to stretch your body and just open up through your chest maybe lift your head look up to the ceiling just signal to your body that everything is okay and you can be in a relaxed state and as you come back to yourself just just ask yourself in this moment how you feel and just let anything and everything be welcome. And just acknowledge that true voice within you that just lets you know what is going on for you right now. And then from this space, we can explore how the week ahead looks with gratitude. So welcome to Monday the 20th of June and mm. and the week of the winter solstice here in the southern hemisphere and the summer solstice up in the northern hemisphere. I was saying to Leela it's funny for me because um, yeah my birthday has always been a summer birthday. It's very interesting when you shift hemispheres to get used to it being a different a different not that it feels like it's not summer when you sit in the sun I've just been in the sun you can even see so I've got my pink face so the sun here in Brisbane is probably as warm as it would be in England very <laughs> <laughs> <Probably> nicer <laughs> um, not if you're on the mountain hey no it's quite a it's quite an overcast cloudy mountain winter's day today um, I'm not in front of my fireplace because my, my husband is having a, a moon day in today. So he's upstairs in front of the fire and that's okay. I'm downstairs in my studio with my lovely heater. So that's nice. Um, mm. Oh, that's so before we start, I just wanted to, um, I thought I might make um, a point because I meant to last week and I didn't, I wanted to say hello to Ruth Hatton who had um, mentioned us a few times because she listens to our podcast and she does special work with animals. And um, I just wanted to do that. So I've done it because last week I felt a bit bad that I completely forgot to give her a shout out. So hello, Ruth, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> we hope that you lovely. And if any of you want to shout out, you can just ask and we'll do that for you. Um, <laughs> not too many. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think um, Ruth is an animal naturopath, which is pretty cool. Um, That's wonderful. Mm, we'll tag her. Um, um, cool. So well, before we get into the major themes, um, I wanted to, uh, I want to just um, say that 
if your moon is in Pisces, Aries, Taurus or Gemini, you'll be having a moon return this week. So it will be your, your moon birthday this week if your moon is either in Pisces, Aries, Taurus or Gemini. So that's, that's pretty cool. And there's a blog on our website where we've written about the lunar return. And if you're looking for ideas and things you can do to celebrate your lunar return, you can go and check that out. There's some really, really beautiful things you can do to celebrate your, your moon birthday. Mm, that's so cool. My husband's and your husband's moon birthday. No, it's their son. Oh, I was getting confused earlier. They're, they're not moon and Taurus. Is Forbes Taurus? No. Uh, Forbes is sun in Taurus, but he, his moon is in Aries. So he's actually having a moon birthday this week. Oh, there we go. It wasn't my husband, it's yours. Um, <laughs> um, that's jolly good. Um, now, what else? I said too many ums then. What else did I want to say? Um, no, nothing. I think that's that's all at this start. Let's move on to Monday, shall we? Let's crack on. Well, yeah, maybe should we do a bit of an overview? Do you want to do a major theme overview or just want to get straight into the day? I kind of feel like we can do an overview. I mean, the main overview for this week is that we're in a winter solstice week. We're in the solstice week. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's three, I, for me, it, there's, there's three kind of big, big things to, to, to really remember about this week or to sort of set yourself up, which is the solstice is this rebirth point. Um, <clears throat> We're also in the waning moon phase of the moon cycle. So all this week, the light is reducing, reducing from the moon. That will take us up to the Venus gateway. So not only are we going into this, this winter solstice, the shortest day, longest, longest night of really like the, that final kind of rest we're disseminating through the Venus gateway down to the sacral chakra. So very, and then we move into the, um, we move into the dark of the moon phase. So very highly sensitive, quite a shadowy, shadowy week this week with some really beautiful elements moving through it. Mm. Yeah, it is. And so, and it's kind of feels like that right now because we're in Pisces. So I think, you know, we've just come out of an Aquarius um, aspects on the weekend and we're now in Pisces. So we are feeling, we are feeling that. And I think it's important to note that, um, that that moon energy, that sort of Pisces watery, very emotional energy is sitting, um, is sitting over us as we come into this Monday, which is a moon day. And so that's going to be adding to that sort of feeling of this, but because we are moving um, into the solstice and it's the winter solstice um, and we are having that shift into the light, it could, and as well with the elements that we've got, the, or the, the moon um, phase that we're coming into, even though we are waning, we can also feel quite excited about the fact that we've reached the end of this winter period and this darkest day and we're moving towards that light. So there can also be quite a, um, a strong pull to, I don't know, kind of clear. I think this is a great week for clearing out your house. If you want to do some really good stuff, this would be a great week to have a house clear. Um, 
which would be active and and you might be feeling quite like you've got energy so if you do have energy then that's the type of thing you can be doing is clearing out the house and preparing for a new a new year which is pretty exciting um yeah so today um monday moon day um and we sit in the energy of pisces which is is a lovely energy um and pisces is is such a emotional um psychic sign um pisces really is is a sign that when we think about pisces and we think about this time it it's a very empathetic um energy so therefore it has that capacity to absorb all the emotions take on everything that's occurring in the external um, and sometimes um, shine that back so that's quite important to know what's happening in your world because if you are feeling um, very sort of tired low um, exhausted and emotional then that's likely what you're going to have reflected back and that will be dependent on what's occurring for you at this time and where you are in your own charts but um, I think that's quite um, quite good to realize with Pisces um, that it does take on the energies of everything around um, and is is very good at doing that sometimes um, to its own sometimes so just be aware of what is yours and what is um, the collective your families your partners you know, you know, anything, you know, what's happening in your work environment, could that be affecting how you're actually feeling? Is the feelings that you're experiencing actually yours? So it's a great day to be thinking about these. It's a great day to actually spend time in reflection, especially as tomorrow is the winter solstice. So, uh, and also with a moon day and it being a Pisces day, it would be an awesome day to have a bath. So tonight would be a great time to have a bath sit in the bath and journal just think about what it is that you want to um, really hand over at this time let die out with the solstice and really just enjoy that bath as a cleansing bath so a very nice cleansing bath would be awesome this evening um, mm -hmm. if you don't have a bath foot bath you can always do a foot bath they do the same things mm -hmm. it can still pull things out through the feet so um yeah, I have a think about things that you might be able to do for that kind of bath and then maybe I'll put something together for that because that would be quite nice actually, have a cleansing um, pre-solstice bath. And you could do that on the solstice as well. Um, yeah, um, do you want to add anything today? To the uh, just that today, if you've been um, tracking the moon for your business or for your household today's a really good day for some gratitude practices so what was it that was realized and released over the full moon and what in this last moon cycle are you are you grateful for today's a really good day to sort of have some contemplations around that yeah mm. oh that's good yeah it's a great time to do that and then tomorrow um the 21st tuesday um is the solstice. solstice. Yay. So um, it's a great day to get up early and be there at the beginning of the day and see the first light um, of the solstice. And obviously that's quite nice because it's a bit later these days. So really you don't, that means you don't have to be up until after six at the moment. Um, so 
So that's quite nice. The sun's just coming up gently around six o'clock. And so um, we take a shift um, tomorrow from Pisces to Aries. Um, the aspects are so magical. I, I'm interested in this because um, I am new to tracking um, the moon in this way and especially to looking at what the moon is in at around the solstice. But I'm fascinated by just all the aspects that seem to be coming together on this day. Obviously it's the, um, you know, the end of the journey um, in Pisces and we then move into Aries, but also that we come into the third quarter, this waning aspect of the moon tomorrow as well. So it might be, and someone might be able to tell me, it might be this happens all the time. It's like, oh, Sam, this is nothing new. But um, it also might not be. Um, and it's enough of a coincidence for me to go, wow, these aspects are cool. You know, one of the things that really struck me is um, in our diaries, it tells us that we go into this third quarter, which is really the point of the waning moon at exactly 1.11 p.m. tomorrow, 1.11, which, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> is it just me yeah. or do you think? <laughs> I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Love that. No. I just it is it is really cool and i think that the more you start to look at these galactic movements and pay attention to them the more we'll see the synergy of the sacred geometry coming into alignment with nature and it's just the natural law of things and just to be reminded of that is just awesome mm. i think you're right to be in awe of just how perfect everything is when we get out the way, out of the way and just observe rather than, you know, rather than trying mm. to. Yeah. Think. So, um, so solstice is a big day for, well, it, <laughs> it's just a big day and a big night for everybody. But in Kundalini yoga, we, um, the teachings are that it is one of the days where the glandular system is highly attuned and activated and it's, um, has to do with the tilting and the subtlety of the light and the light codes that are coming through the ether from the sun because of the specific tilt. And so we, we spend tomorrow really in that celebration of ourselves, our physical bodies, our physiology. You want to be very, very gentle with yourself tomorrow. It's the point where the light is the lowest. And so the the impact that that is going to have on the the glandular system the pineal the pituitary the hypothalamus it's a massive reset point for your system to not be saturated with light try and keep the light around your home to a minimum if you can you know keep the light filters on your phone to the orange tone if you can not to sort of disrupt this natural mechanism to reset your system because it's really quite magical when you can start to work in that harmony of nature like that. Mm. I think, right, and that's why it's so good to observe the sun coming up tomorrow, um, to sit in the sun tomorrow and to receive the healing benefits of um, the solar rays tomorrow, just to allow yourself to, yeah, to notice how your body feels when it's receiving the warmth of the sun, if that's available to us tomorrow. Um, you know the difference between when you sit in the shade and you move into the sun, the way that we can feel so cold. Um, and I notice this extremely 
here that I can be in my house and it can be absolutely freezing and I'm cold to my bone. And then I can just go out onto the front doorstep, sit in the sun for a few moments and just receive this um, absolute, it, it feels healing. It, it's the thawing and the healing. And exactly as Leela says, at that moment, if I sit there and just allow myself to receive, I can feel all these energies moving through me. And when you, if you are, um, and I realize that I'm incredibly fortunate to be able to do this, but if you have that capacity to sit outside and put your feet on the earth and, and to feel that and just find gratitude for that, it's, it's these types of practices that really help us at these times. It doesn't have to be anything overly elaborate, but just that watching the sun coming up, the sitting in the sun during the day, and then notice that the night comes a little bit quicker in the evening and just how that day is. So actually tomorrow be, is a great day to do a cleanse. Um, and by that, I don't mean a harsh cleanse, like a sort of, you know, strict juice cleanse. I mean, just try and limit all things artificial and have only natural substances tomorrow. You know, if you want to have a nice warming breakfast of apple and pear stewed with some nice cinnamon on top and allow yourself to savor that with a beautiful mug of chai. Those types of things that just make you feel nourished and make you feel special, but are wholesome and nurturing. So think about that tomorrow. Think about just taking food that feels good and comes either from the earth or from the trees. Um, and, and then afford yourself, as Leela was saying, that opportunity of stillness. So definitely try and go for a gentle walk if that feels right, but witnessing nature around you but don't partake, don't do anything depleting tomorrow. So avoid, you know, um, sort of thrashing yourself at the gym tomorrow. It would be a good day not to do that and to actually just really honor your nervous system and your glandular system and afford it an opportunity to reset um, and without inflicting too much on it. So we want to bring the hormones into balance. And when we think about this, we are running constantly in a state of, too much cortisol, too much testosterone, too much adrenaline. And so actually what we need in order to balance that is some dopamine, just to calm us down, just to allow us to be. So be with those that you love, be with your pets, do some really nice nurturing breath work or meditation, some really deep um, loving meditations tomorrow would be really, really nice. But we want to try and um, get ourselves enough serotonin and dopamine just to balance out those other hormones because that will really help us as we go in into this next phase. Um, and so, yeah, honor honor the early morning and honor the night. Um, join us if if you want to honor the night with us because we'll be here. Um, and um, but we'll also share this bath so that if you're at home and you just want to be at home on your own, you can do something nurturing for yourself. But a great journaling. Yeah, it, I think the best thing, the best thing to do tomorrow would be to make a, a celebration out of the sunset. If you could, if you could find some way to, to either just have a moment with yourself when the sun is setting or go somewhere where you can see the sun setting and just um, hopefully, it, you know, it will be clear. The colours in the sky at the moment on the sunsets have just been extraordinary. And so it'll be a, a really beautiful um, moment and to go back again into that or inspiring you know just looking at it, just observing nature in her full glory 
will be a really beautiful thing to do tomorrow and and taking your place in that mm, yeah exactly and and i think as well acknowledging what it is that you want to leave um as we said last week you know the, the winter solstice is an opportunity for um death of transformation and of rebirth it is that point and that's what we're afforded at this time so um it is no mistake that we move from Pisces into Aries and Aries being that first sign of the Zodiac. That's where the moon's energy is going to go. So we have that young energy coming through. So it's very much what is it that I want to leave um, and being gentle with that, honoring as we always do. And we talk about so much honoring that grief process, but acknowledging what it is that we're bringing in. And that's why that practice that Lila was talking about of gratitude, of thinking, what is it that I've brought in? in this last moon cycle is good but also think about this last year for the previous this whole time or even just go back to the summer solstice and just think what has occurred in my life since the summer solstice so since um december what has occurred between december and now the six month period what am i grateful for what am i absolutely ready to turn my back on <laughs> and and what am I in awe of? Where do I actually marvel at how actually things happened without me um, really having to get in the way? So just having that opportunity to sit and wonder is just so powerful. And we really are afforded that for the rest of this week, as um, we mentioned before, when we've got this, this slow journey towards a new moon or, or the dark of the moon, which will bring us to the light of a new moon um, next week. So. Yeah, there's lots of time for this, even though we might feel a slight sense of urgency with the solstice upon us. Um, so that's really nice. Um, yeah, so we, yes, we move tomorrow and um, rather swiftly from Pisces into Aries in the afternoon. Um, then we have that um, solstice evening and then we wake up Wednesday and we're in full Aries via throttle. <laughs> and so, either going to be um you know you, that you might feel completely it could be you feel burnt out yeah that's feasible if we're at this stage and you feel like you are waning towards the dark of the moon maybe you've actually been just achieving quite a lot um in this last sort of week or so and now you're actually ready just to take some breath and so just honoring however it is that you're feeling just allowing this aries energy to um, afford you the opportunity for some, yeah, some youthfulness in your thought processes. And that would be nice rather than having to be too serious. Perhaps you can just have some youth in everything. Um, that would be nice. Uh, remember Wednesday's um, Mercury day. So an opportunity to think about your conversation. So where do you need to have some conversations um, that might benefit from this youthfulness? Maybe some some fun conversations or chats with children would be very beneficial on Wednesday. Um, do you want to say anything about Wednesday? Not particularly. I, for me, I sort of feel like this Wednesday is just going to be a, a good day to just be, you know, we'll, we'll kind of have a bit of a, an afterglow of the, I think the beauty that will come from the solstice and, yeah and and really there's 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 some there's some lovely you know astrological aspects that are happening there but particularly wednesday's not 
it's not a day that's loaded up with you should do this or this is the day for this or this is the day for that it's just going to be a really nice day for you to just take that next step forwards in life mm, yeah absolutely yeah and then the same moving into thursday we've got um we move from aries into taurus um so that's nice uh, taurus is such a nice grounding energy um and so we could just feel that sense of groundedness um and and that might come after the solstice so um and i think it's important just to recognize that you might be feeling you know differently um in different ways depending on um yeah where your own emotions where your own energy levels are at so um the shift from winter solstice um you know from the darkness to the light can be an upward shift and so you could feel this sort of lift and that um taurus energy on thursday could be very grounding for you could just help you just to um really just start to think about what it is that you're wanting to fertilize with the soil make rich um i like those ideas that you know taurus is very much that um what you know the fruits of our labor um and um and thinking about yeah our food it's a good day to make make do some cooking It'd be a nice day to cook up with a cook up jupiter in um thursday and taurus would be a nice day to do a good cook up so that's nice <laughs> and we've got that coming <laughs> I think so. No. Well, Thursday, yeah, Thursday, there is um, very rare planetary alignment happening. So that will take us through Thursday and Friday. There are five, uh, yeah, the five major planets and Earth is, is in that, but we're on Earth, so we can't see it. But the five major planets are aligning in the night sky and they'll be visible in this beautiful um, arc in the night sky so on Thursday evening and then Friday evening you should be able to see if the sky is clear Mercury Venus Mars Jupiter and Saturn all lined up in the night sky it is actually the morning sky but that's okay so we'll see the first thing in the morning that's the best time to look at it so it'll be right if you want to arise before dawn that's the time to, to get up and see it. And that's where you'll see it in this beautiful line. Um, a bit like we had not very long ago, actually. Um, it was rather beautifully there, but it's slightly different. We're gonna see more and we will, because of the positioning of the planet to the sun, we will actually be able to see everything lined up. So if we think about at the moment, sunrise is around um, six, the best time I think to see it, or when I normally see it very well, is just before Sadhana, just before five. So that's the time that you're going to get the best view if the night is clear. And that's likely to be either Thursday morning or Friday morning. So just depending on um, how the weather is, that's when we're likely to see that. And that should be um, the last time that we were able to see these planets was in 2004. And the next time that we're going to be able to see them is in 2040. So that's is really cool. And um, the, the reason it's really cool is because this is the way that um, astrologers used to do astrology. So they would wait to see what they could see visible in the sky. Um, and these are the planets that are currently there for us. So we don't need a telescope. We don't need any binoculars. We can just actually see them. So it means that in this moment, we can have an awareness of what is actually always there, but 
uh, is not seen to us. So we could almost say that these planets are no longer in their shadow to us. They're fully visible, which means that the energies that they bring and however those energies relate to you, wherever they are in your chart, will be really um, reflected at this time. So it's, a, it's really good just to contemplate that and just to think about standing there, feeling into whether you have ever contemplated your relationship to the planet Mercury or to Venus, um, to Mars, to Jupiter, and to Saturn, and also to the sun and to the moon. And just noticing how that feels in you to stand there and just be in wonder at the beauty of this amazing universe. So it, it is a really, it is kind of an opportunity that shouldn't be missed. So well worth getting up early in the morning for. But yeah, you'd have to get up. Yeah. And if you have any children or children or grandchildren that are, you know, budding astronomers or they want to be an astronaut or they want to be an astrologer <laughs> which yeah. they may this is this is this is one of those occasions that you say come on we have to get up for this we have to go and see this because this is what inspires all in children to really activate what is it in them that they know that is true in them and it's, it's planting those seeds in those young minds for we are a part of something that is so massive that you won't see this again until you're 40, 50, 60. Ooh. So, yeah, very, yes. very cool. But that's a nice thing to do. And Friday is such a beautiful day. because um, Friday is a Venus day and we've got Taurus. So we've got... A Venus day and we're in the moon energy of Taurus so that's a really nice sort of cuddly snuggly loved up energy day um, and so yeah just a good day to be yeah to be outside in your garden actually be a really good day to be outside in your garden and just to do something in your garden as we're in a waning mood it's a good day to do some do some weeding to get your hands a bit dirty in the soil um, and to think about preparing that soil so that you can um, plants and plants um, the following week once the new moon comes so a nice time to be doing something like that clearing down some old trees or collecting some sticks and things um, and we're in that energy um, going into Saturday too so we have this nice kind of few days of Taurus which I think is going to really be very grounding and settling for us all towards the end of this week um, after the excitement of the solstice and um, and in preparation for the dark of the moon. So we should all just feel, um, yeah, just a, a sense of wanting to be cozy and um, feel safe and be with our loved ones um, for that, um, for that, these couple of days, which is really nice. And then on Sunday, yeah, we go into the, um, we go into Sunday, we go into Gemini, but we also go into the Venus gate. Um, and, um, Yes, this Venus gate energy is around the sacral chakra. So when we think about that, we can, yeah, just contemplate um, that area within us and all the energies that um, would afford us um, this chakra and this time and how really just contemplating, I think, as well, how we feel on this day and how 
our body feels and how our alignment is and just if you did have an opportunity to see the planets just to actually notice where venus was and how that journey of venus has been for you over these last few months because it's quite a it's quite wonderful to be observing it and to notice the shift in how you feel rather than sometimes being told how you should feel because I, I think it's quite interesting to notice that mm. yes yeah yeah so the venus gateway um activating that sacral chakra has come from the activation from the navel so well from the solar plexus chakra so we've been in in this solar plexus energy in this you know communion with with venus and the feminine and it's quite it will be really good for for you to to really feel into your body to be feeling through this winter solstice point where is it you know what is it that is releasing from you and what is it that you're consciously releasing um, this week over this solstice as the as the gateways um, are descending down into that, you know, that that deep watery element of the womb space of um, of that energy center where it's this, you know, the seeds of your creativity and the, the those energies there that are um, uh, a very, very earthly and what is it that's in your earthly nature that is being activated right now and what is it that you know is in the where is it that the nervous system is being triggered or where is the nervous system wanting to rest or where is the nervous system ready to you know to to be in the world and to to be around others and it's a yeah this will be a a really wonderful week if if you are able to give yourself space around yourself and not be too overloaded and if you do have responsibilities and if you do have work and if you do have commitments that do you know does mean that your energy and your attention is being taken up then that's that's completely okay but just to have a reminder that it's a really this week is very important for you to then build in places where you can put space around yourself to have this this um yeah to have this relationship with the laws of nature because that's where your nervous system is going to have a moment to go ah okay i know what i'm calibrating to I know what I need to release and, and, and it will all sort of come through and come about by, by Sunday. And then what's really beautiful about that is early next week, we then shift into the new moon and we start with, with the new moon energy. We'll do a, we'll do the moon. We'll have a report on Monday about that, but just knowing that we're, we're going through that disseminating light of, of the moon as we come up to the dark of the moon right there on that, venus gateway portal and and just like sam was saying some of the best medicine for that is to be out in nature and just to have your hands in the earth and to have your feet on the earth if you know if it's not too cold <laughs> if it's raining you know can you get some of that rain on on your body on in your hair can can you wash your hair you know in the rain or just even have that energy just kind of coming down through you be very just very very soothing for your for your whole metaphysical being yeah and i think it's um yeah exactly the water and thinking of sacral chakra that's good to think about on sunday as well like maybe in terms of you know what you're eating um 
just in terms of uh, how much water you are drinking or how many fluids you're drinking and just how your system is, um, especially, your, you know, your kidneys. Um, but also as well, one of the things with the sacral chakra is that way in which we, we communicate ourselves to the world. So this is what we, we do through that sacral chakra, is how are you expressing yourself to the world? So it could be on Sunday with this that you start to have an idea of how it is that you want to be expressing yourself moving forward. It could be that you get some realizations around this sense of expression. Um, and, and that can be as well just from that um, slight masculine energy helping you to really have that impetus to have and find the courage to step forward a bit like someone taking you by the hand and saying, okay, it's all right. You don't have to do this alone. I'm here with you. Let's go and show everyone what you've got. So you might have that sense of, wow, I really have a desire to be expressing this about myself. And it doesn't have to be that you're an artist. It doesn't have to be that, you know, you um, are someone that's going to, you know, produce um, a great painting or write a book, but it could just be in any way that you normally do. It could just be this urge to, get a bit clearer on what it is that you want to express and share with the world confidently. Um, and that's that journey <clears throat> of being able to know that you are supported to be able to find that expression and to be able to release the tendencies that you've had to not actually express yourself. So especially with the waning aspect of it it might be that we're ready to let go of some of those things that have held us back from expressing our truth properly or expressing our our, our actual true nature clearly which i think is really exciting um coming into um coming into a new moon next week so there's really lots of contemplating energies this week i still feel this is a great week to be yeah i think clearing out having a bit of a clear out of the of the emotional closet and well as the physical closets would probably feel about right or just clearing out the garden yet yeah, preparing the garden the soil um and that's certainly something that we need to do you know in winter we we take everything right back so it's that pulling everything right back and just allowing it just to to just sit bare for a moment so yeah what is it that feels like it's cluttering you up and then not allowing you to have a sense of space and freedom from which you can then start to build as we come um, into these next energies. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's great. Solstices are a great time, such a wonderful time just to, to be in that contemplative energy. And um, we have lots of other things that are supporting us. So yeah, it's a great week for ritual. It's a great week for, um, journaling is a great week for being with yourself and then being with those that you love that's always the most important thing gathering in community whether that community is just you and two of your best mates or whether it is that you can come and gather with a larger community or with your extended family mm, really nice time to do that um yeah that's good oh i was going to do great. You anything else and I, I just wanted to share, there was this, um, this morning we started um, day one of um, a sadhana and um, 
it's quite a challenging sadhana. And at the end, we got this amazing card. And it's just such a beautiful card that really, um, yeah, I feel the energy of it is just, is so perfect for today and coming into this week. So I think I might just share it if that's okay, because it's just so beautiful. Yes, and then you can find it. So the card was called the Rose Thread. And it said, this is the card of the mystic, the one who's in touch with the depths of the inner world and the inner weavings of the world and beyond, way beyond. They are dedicated to listening to the mysterious voice whispering within, to follow their intuition and live in accordance with that, to living by being guided by the rose thread. Following the rose thread means being dedicated to walking the way of the rose, to being in service to humanity and dedicated to writing a new story. It requires courage and faith and the willingness to pave a new path. The rose has been a symbol of mysteries for thousands of years. The rose thread is the invisible path that the mystic follows. It takes courage to trust it, for the path is different for every single one of us. This is why it requires courage to trust the inner call, and those who do so find great reward. This card is a sign that you are being called to follow this initiatory path, led by the thread deep within. You may find that you're in a place of great change and are being called to have faith and gather up the courage to take the next step. This card and this moment is a sign of encouragement to keep taking those steps. It's acknowledging the courage it takes to live a soul-led life and honoring you for always taking the leap. And so we're invited to just affirm to ourselves, if it feels right, these words. Even when things feel unclear, especially when they do, I trust that I am always led from within. Isn't that powerful? Yes. Yeah, that is beautiful. And it's such perfect card for this week. I, I was just blown away by, as we were just saying earlier, there's never any mistakes. Um, all of the planetary aspects, all of the fact that we have the solstice, solstice, this planetary alignment, the Venus gate, it's, it's all just happening all of the time. And when we can sit in wonder and observe these um, synchronicities, we can just allow ourselves to rest and relax and not feel so much that we need to grip and hold on and force. And it's in that relaxing, it's in the releasing of the stress that we have been so programmed to be in that we can come back to love. And that's the journey of the solstice, moving from darkness to light. So very beautiful mm. I feel very grateful for these cards today we'll share a picture of them mm. yes yes we'll, we'll post a picture of that those are the other is that Rebecca Campbell yes the Rose yes. Oracle Rose Oracle by Rebecca Campbell yeah mm. beautiful so, thank you well thank you Sam thank you everyone who has tuned in to this week's Moon Diaries report 
if you would like to join us, I think there's one or two um, spaces remaining in that for our Sanford gathering on Tuesday evening. If you would like to join us online, um, just drop us a message and we'll send you details on how you can book in and, and join us um, for, for part, part of the evening for the meditation and the yoga and we'll, we'll do our best to, to make it as magical as we can in that online space. Um, but yeah, but thank you for being here with us. It's many solstice blessings, many moon blessings and so much love. Mm, so much love. Mm. Take care. Take care. Thank you for taking the time to be with us on this podcast episode. These are sound bites and conversations about things we think are important to support the collective ascension towards more love, acceptance, hope and harmony on the planet Earth. Together we can continue to support each other through conversations that need to be held. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your people. We would love it if you subscribe to our channel and even rate the podcast if you feel called to. You can also find us and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Spotify just by searching the 13 Moons Women's Temple.